Okay, today's Gitin Daf Tzadi, Ezra Hashem, the last Daf of Masechus Gitin, and we're starting with the Mishnah on the top of Tzadi Amin Aleph. So the Mishnah is about to discuss when should or can someone divorce his wife. So we have a three-way machlekes over here. Beishamay Oimrim. Beishamay says, Lo'yigarish adam es ishtay, ele imkein matzah ba'ervas davar. Dvar erva. A person should only divorce his wife if literally she was mezana. That's what a dvar erva is. If... There's good reason to assume, or rather there's Adim really, and he's basically usher to be with her. We know when a woman is mezana, she's asura lebaila, she's not allowed to stay with her husband. So Bishama says, only to the point where she's actually usher to be married to him, that's when he has to divorce her. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, ki When he finds an ervas davar, the Pasuk goes on to describe a gerishin. Why did he leave her? Meaning, she, he didn't find favor in her eyes anymore. That's what the Pasuk is talking about. He writes her get when? says no. Even if she burns the soup, it's a good enough reason. If he decides that that's a good enough reason basically to divorce her and he wants to divorce her because of that, he could divorce her even if she, even because of a small mistake like that. <laughs> exactly. As the Pasuk says, why? How, how does he understand this, Basil? Because it says, ervas davar. The extra davar teaches me, even if it's not a davar erva, even if it's only a davar, that's going to be good enough. Meaning any davar, something stupid that you're makbid on, like her burning the soup, that's going to be good enough reason that you're going to be able to divorce her. But Kiva over here is the most. And Kiva says like this, Rebekiva, even if she did nothing wrong, nothing even as small as burning the soup, she never did anything wrong, she was an Aisha's chayel the whole time, but he just found someone more pretty. Rebekiva holds, if that... If he wanted to divorce his wife because of that reason, that's good enough. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, Rebekiva Darshan is the first part of the Pasuk. Not ki ervas davar. You didn't have to find a dvar erva. She didn't have to be mezaned. It doesn't even have to be a suffix. She didn't burn the soup. Nothing. If she doesn't find favor in his eyes anymore, he found someone noe mena. That's going to be good enough for Rebekiva. That's already a reason why a person can divorce her. And obviously everyone's going to explain, all the Mepharshim explain on this, that if you're dealing with a person that because of this stupid reason he's going to divorce his wife, obviously there's a flaw in the Shalom bias anyway. And, uh, and you know, it might be the good thing for them to get divorced. But either way, says the Gemara Brisa, elaborating on all these shitas. Tanya, we have a Brisa. Misil said to Bishame, the Pasuk said, Kimatsa ba ervas davar. So Misil is saying to Bishame, Bishame said he could, show, he could only divorce his wife if she was Mizane, and they're actually usher to be together anymore. That's when he could divorce his wife. Well, Misil says, that the Pasuk says Dvar, as we explained, what's shot in Basil? Because the Pasuk says Kimatsaba Ervas Dvar. Dvar teaches me, even if it's a regular Dvar, even if nothing specific happened, she wasn't Mizanit, even if she burned the soup, it's going to be okay. So Basil says Beishamai, it says Dvar. So why are you saying only if she's Mizanit, that's going to be a good enough reason to get divorced? So Amr Lehem, Beishamai, Beishamai said, Vahalik for Nemer Ervas. Okay, but it said Ervas, meaning only if she was, if you have a Dvar Erva, that she was Mizanit. So Amr Lehem, Beishamai answered, Im Nemer Ervas, Vilayim Nemer Dvar. I'll tell you why I need both. You need it to say Ervas, you need it to say Dvar. Because if it only said ervas, and it didn't say I would think that, like you said, only if she was mizane, only if you actually find a dvar erva, you should divorce her. And if not, then not. If there's any other reason, it's not going to be good enough. That's why it tells you dvar that even a stam dvar, even anything, even a regular dvar like her burning the soup, that's going to be good enough. That's going to be good enough to give her a divorce. And if it only said dvar and it didn't say ervas, so what would I think? Then I would think actually that the only 
time she's able to get remarried to someone else after this person divorces her is if he divorced her because of a, a different reason, because she burnt the soup or something like that. But in the case that, she, that he divorced her, and this woman was divorced because he found a Dvar Erva, and it was actually something to do with an Erva, I would think that she's not allowed to marry anyone else. Why would I think that, by the way? Because the Pasuk continues, Kimatsubar Erva's Dvar, after he divorces her, because of the safer creases, all the psukim he writes her get, she goes and she marries someone else. So she goes and she marries someone else now. So that the Pasuk t- tells us, after she gets divorced from this guy, she goes and marries someone else. So if it only said Erva, if it only said Dabar, I would think the only reason she's allowed to go and marry someone else is because she got divorced for a regular reason, like she burnt the soup. But if she got divorced for a reason of a Dvar Erva, and he actually found a Dvar Erva, maybe she shouldn't be able to marry anyone else, and someone else is not going to have a heter to marry this woman. That's why, Lekach Nemer Ervas. That's why it also says Ervas in Basil's word, world. So it says Ervas, to teach you that, obviously, if she was Mizana you should divorce her. Also, dvar, even if it's a regular dvar, if it's a regular reason, like she burnt the soup and that's good enough for you to divorce her, that's also a reason to divorce her, according to Basil. But why did it say both? Again, because if it only said dvar and it didn't say ervas, I would think the only way, the only reason, the only time someone else has a heter to marry her after you divorce her for that reason is when the reason, <coughs> is when the reason was that it was a stam reason. But if she was Mizana, maybe someone else wouldn't have the right to marry her. After that, that's why it says both Dover and it says Erva. Beishamai, what's Beishamai going to say? Hi, Dover, my Avdile. What's he going to do with the word Dover? According to Beishamai, the only time she gets divorced is when Kimatsubai Erva's Dover, when she was actually Mizana. So according to Beishamai, what's he going to do with the word Dover? The word Dover sounds like he could divorce her for anything. So it says, says Beishamai, Nemar Khan Dover, Nemar Lalan Dover. The famous Gzeira Shavar, Dover, Dover, Mimamun. That it says over here, Dover, Dvar Erva. And it says, By Mamun, Al Pishnaim Edim, Al Pishlaisha Edim, Yakum Dover. That by regular Edis, Dinimamunas, we need two Edim. But it says, Yakum Dover. The matter should be established. So I learned Gzeira Shavar. I learned from here. Just like over there by Mamoin, two Edim. So to over here, Afkan Edim. So to over here, by Dover Sheba Erva, this is where we learn that just like over there by Dina Mamonas, it's two Edim. So to over here by Dover Sheba Erva, it's going to be two Edim. And therefore, that's the Allah where we learn, Ain Dover Sheba Erva Pachas Mishnaim. Anytime you're dealing with a Dover Sheba Erva, you need two Edim minimum to testify. And therefore, that's what Bishamay learns from it. And so too over here, the only way it sounds like over here, according to Bishamay, a person should divorce his wife is in a case when he's actually usher to his wife because two Adam come in and they testify about this woman. She was Mizana, so he's usher to her. He's usher to her anyway and he has to divorce her. Bishamay is going to say what? Siv erva bidavar. Does it say that there was an erva bidavar, meaning the davar we just said? What does davar mean over here? Davar means to aid him because davar davar me mamin. Mamin was to aid him. We're learning the word davar from over there, which, which represented to aid him. So does it say erva bidavar that he found erva dafka al yedei davar, which is to aid him? That he to aid him. Mamish testified over here that there was an erva davar that she was misan and therefore she's usher to him, and that's when he has to divorce her. So it doesn't say that, and that's why I don't take it that far. Bishamai, Bishamai is going to answer. Miksev oy erva oy davar. According to you, Basil, that you're saying he he could divorce her for. Any reason, even if she burnt the soup or a dvar erva, does it say that? Does it say oy erva oy davar? It doesn't say that. It said ervas davar, and that's why it teaches me only erva al yedei davar, al yedei two edim that come in. Okay, so what's basically going to say? Lahachik siv ervas davar. That's why it says ervas davar. It doesn't say it doesn't say uh, dvar. It's, it doesn't say erva bid davar, and it doesn't say oy erva oy davar because I learned both things. I'm going to learn both that. Any reason he could divorce her, not any reason, but she had to do something wrong in your head that she burnt in the soup or something like that, or you actually found a dvar erva. Additionally, what Beishamay just told us that any time you're going to have 
Adavar Shabbat Erva, in Adavar Shabbat Erva, Pachas Mishnayim. That's why it says both Erva and Dover. Because, the Mesil, Lachik Sev Erva, Lachik that's why it says Erva. Dover, the Mashmachi, Mashmachi. We learned both Dinim, like we just said out of that. Rabbi Kiva, Aimer. Rabbi Kiva was the most liberal of here, and he said, Afilu Matzacheres, no Heimena. Even if he found someone more beautiful than her. That's a good enough reason. So over here, again, in Rebbe Kiva's world, at least Beis Hilla said she did something wrong. She burnt the soup. In Rebbe Kiva, even if she did nothing wrong ever, but he found someone nicer than her, it's going to be good. Why? Because Rebbe Kiva Darshan is the Pusik, the end of the Pusik, really the beginning. That when does this whole thing happen? When it's Laisim Tachin Be'enov, when she loses favor in his eyes. So if he finds someone more beautiful, that's going to be a good enough reason. What's the Machlegis between Beis Hilla and Beis Versus Rebbe Kiva, Beisham, I hold, you learn it from Dover Shabbat Erva, from Erva's Dover, really, and the question is how far we take it. Rebbe Kiva Darshan is the first part of the Pasuk. So, what exactly is the Machlekes? They're arguing within what Rish Lakish said. Dom Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish says, Ki, Mashma Bedalid Loshainis. Anytime you have the word Ki in the Torah, it can mean one of four translations. It can mean one of four things. E, Doma, Ela, Deha. It can mean E, which is like if, Doma, maybe, Ela is rather, or Deha, which is because. So, it can mean. Any of these four things. So that's the machlekes, which one we apply over here. Because again, the Pasuk says, ki matzabah ervas dover. How do we darshan the ki? What does ki mean? What does ki translate to over here? Because he's divorcing her because he found the ervas dover. So bishamay savri, v'ayim le'isim sochin ve'enov, ki matzabah ervas dover, deha matzabah ervas dover. Bishamay learns it up, and Beisil, by the way. That's what Ash explains. Bishamay shita is, they learn it, because Deha Matzabar Ervas Dover. Ki Matzabar Ervas Dover, he's divorcing her because he found an Ervas Dover. Because he found an Ervas Dover, two Adam came in, said she's Mazan, and now he's Asadur, that's why he's divorcing her. Rebbe Kiva Savar, Rebbe Kiva says, Ki Matzabar Ervas Dover, Inami Matzabar Ervas Dover. Rebbe Kiva says, E, and he learns it as Inami, that this is another reason. So Rebbe Kiva says, it could be one of two things. It could be the first part of the Pasuk that tells me, that's going to be good enough if he doesn't like her anymore, because like Rebbe Kiva said, his, his Shita, that Afilu or, inami He's going to say that it means inami. So they're arguing exactly what translation we put into the word key over here. What if someone divorces his wife? Again, not in Rebbe Kiva's world, because in Rebbe Kiva's world, it's really any reason he could divorce his wife. But what if someone divorces his wife because he didn't find an erva, he didn't find a dover, meaning there was no good reason. And be, according to Beisham and Beisola, that you at least need some sort of reason. So according to them, if you had no reason, not an erva, not a dover, mao. What's the halachar? Are we going to make him remarry this woman or not? So Amalei told him like this. From the fact that the Torah told us by the case of an oynes. An oynes is when someone is me'anes and naira. So we know the halachar. He has to marry her. And back in the day especially, this woman was, you know, it's, it was a shmira for her really. You have to take her. You have to take care of her. And obviously if she doesn't want, it's not something that's going to happen. But the Torah tells us, of This woman, that he was me'anes and therefore we force him to marry her. He can never, he can never divorce her. So, by an oynes, the Torah tells us, And we learn from that, that even if he divorced her, even if he did, he was over on that. He actually has a mitzvah, say always, his, the rest of his life, he has a chiv upon him to remarry that woman, because But the fact that it only told us there by oynes, that's only learned over there, but over here, whatever he did, he did. And if he divorced her, even though maybe he shouldn't have divorced her, for, maybe he shouldn't have divorced her for this reason, but once he did, he doesn't have this special chiv of that he has to specifically remarry her because that's only over there. And over here, whatever he did, he did, and he does not have to remarry her. If, we, if a man decided 
he decided in his own head he wants to divorce his wife, but he didn't tell her about it. And she's sitting like she's sitting with him and Shamshasi, she's taking care of him like nothing happened. So Mao what 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 pasuk do we read about this type of guy? So he decided he's gonna divorce this woman already. And she is still she knows nothing about it and she's serving him. So the pasuk we quote is Al Techrash Al Don't think about your friend Evil and he's sitting with you like nothing happened. He's sitting with you Levetah. So this man, he's planning on divorcing his wife. She's sitting there doing everything for him still like nothing ever happened. It's a very bad thing. So once the person decides to divorce his wife, that's what we learn from here. It's, he's not, he's not let it continue as normal. Tanya, the bride. So, Mayor says, The same way people have different tastes and there's different deus and opinions as relates to food, as we're going to see, how specific and how grossed out is someone by food or if something happened to the food. So too, there's different opinions and different days how people, how much people are mocked on their wives' tzniest levels and how much they're going to take it before, in our context, they're going to give a get. So the... The few different levels are like this. You have a person that a fly falls into his cup and he takes the fly. Sorry, he takes the cup, he throws the whole cup out. Because the fly fell in, he, he, he throws the whole cup away and that's it. And this is the Mida of Papas Ben Yehuda. Who's Papas Ben Yehuda? That he would lock the door in front of his wife, meaning when he would leave the house, he would lock her in, not let her go outside at all, because he was so concerned, and he would leave. So he would always lock her up in the house. And that was the meaning of Papas Ben Yehuda, meaning that's, that's too extreme, the Gemara is saying. That, uh, that's, that's the nimshal of a person, or maybe the mashal of a person, that a fly falls in and he throws the entire cup away. By the way, interesting, I looked into this today, who is Papas Ben Yehuda? So I remember, this was told to me by reply actually, but... I looked up all the Gemaras today, spent a little time on it, so just, it's just fascinating to know. Papas ben Yehuda, Rashi tells us, first of all, Papas ben Yehuda, Baila shel Miriam, Megadla Nishaya He was the husband of Miriam, Megadla Nishaya, Miriam that used to grow out the hair, that used to braid the hair of women. This is quoting a Gemara in Chagiga that brings it up. It was a story about one of the Amiram that spoke with the Malach HaMavis, and whatever, it was, a, it was a whole type of mistake how he could take someone before the time. It, it brought up Mil- Miriam Megadlanishaya. She was a woman that used to braid other people's hair. So who, who is this Papas Ben Yehuda? So just to bring, I thought it was good, just to bring out a few Gemaras. I have like five Makaras over here, just, but just a few Gemaras where we see this person, Papas Ben Yehuda, and it's going to be pretty fascinating who he ends up being. But Brachas Nafsamachal from Amud Beis, we have a story between Rebbe Kiva, when he went to jail, the Malchus Araymi, they, they, they made Xavier, you cannot teach Tyra. And Rabbi Kiva, what does he do? We all know he was teaching Tyra, he was being Makil Kilis Berabim, and he continued teaching Tyra. So, Papa's Ben Yehuda, the Gemara tells us, come over, comes over to Rabbi Kiva, what are you doing? The Romans are going to kill you, you're teaching Tyra Berabim. And he tells him the famous mushal, if you have, you know, a fox comes over to fish and tells us, come out, come, come with us on the dry land, you know, it's going to be much better for you. What does the fish tell him? In, in the place where we live, it's dangerous because people are always trying to catch us. In the place with, without water, where we're for sure going to die. He says that's the same thing with a Yid without Torah. And that's why I'm teaching Torah in public. The Gemara goes on to say that Papas Ben Yehuda, later on, Rebbe Kiva gets captured by the Romans. And who does he mean in jail? Papas Ben Yehuda. He's also there. And Papas Ben Yehuda said the famous line to Rebbe Kiva, Ashrecha Rebbe Kiva shenitfast al-divri Torah, ve'oi le'i le'papas Ben Yehuda shenitfast al-divar metelim. He, he was also there in jail, but not because of Tyra, because of Dvar Metalim. And the Gemara goes on, the whole famous story, Rebbe Kiva was brought out la'ariga, what exactly happened? Why was Papas Ben Yehuda in jail? So there's a Gemara in Tainis, on Yud Chesam which tells the story of one of the 
one of the Yomim Toivim in the Megillah's Tainis. We know the Megillah's Tainis had a bunch of Yomim Toivim. It's a big theme of Masechus Tainis. But it was already, it was Nignazan, it went away. So we don't have these specific ones anymore. But one of them was called Yom Turinus. And that was a day, Asura, you're not allowed to make a hefzid, you're not a hespid, you're not allowed to fast, etc., etc. So on this day, what happens? So Rashi brings the story. The Gemara doesn't say. The Gemara just brings the Yom Turinus. Rashi brings the story. There was Turinus, he was an evil emperor. And he made a xera. There was like a blood libel on the Jews. And the, his daughter basically was killed by someone. And he obviously, who's, who's to blame? It's always the Jews to blame. And he made an ultimatum. Either you bring me who did it, or everyone who's going down. Purim story. He was going to kill all the Jews. And what happened? Puppis and Lulinus, these two people, they were in Meister Nafshim. They didn't kill the daughter. But they gave up their own lives. They said, we did it. Why? Because... They wanted to save the Jews. And Rashi says that they are the Haruge Lud that the Gemara in other places, specifically in Baba Basra, when you have the whole story of a certain Amira that went up to Shemaim, whatever, he almost died. He had an out-of-body experience. And they asked him, what do you see? The famous line, Oilam Hafukhraisi, he said. But one of the things he saw over there, he said, that Haruge Lud, in that no one could be, no one could reach the places they are in Ganadin. Rashi said that Haruge Lud is Pappus and Lulinus that gave up their lives for them. But this Pappus and Lulinus, the gross says is the same exact Pappas that we see, that we meet in this story of Rabbi Kiva and Pappas. That this was the same Pappas Ben Yehuda. The Gros says it's the same thing. And he was actually a massive Tamil Chacham. And that's why he was in jail. He was in jail because he saved the entire Klal Yisrael. So the obvious question is, what's his line to Rabbi Kiva? That I got captured for Dvarim Betelim. You saved all of Klal Yisrael. You're in jail for saving an entire Klal Yisrael. Dvarim Betelim. So the classic answer everyone gives is that Big Askanis, it's very nice. You even saved all of Klai but Klapi Talmud Taira, it's Dvarim Betelin. That's the, that's the yeshiva's answer. But either way, we see that's the same Papas Benyuda. The Grot tells us that's the same Papas Benyuda. Shabbos Kuvdal and Amid Beis, it brings, it's, it's in the middle of a sugya as it relates to Hilcha Shabbos, and it's talking about street on a person's body, when you could do it, v'chulu v'chulu. And it brings a person, Ben Stada, Ben Sitada. And this Ben Sitada is actually referring to Yashka, Yashka Pandag, Yesha and Naitzri. That's who it's referring to. Now, this Ben Siddha, the Gemara, just ask, it stops for a second. His name is not Ben Siddha, the Gemara says, just to have the Lashnam here. It says, the Gemara says, Ben Pundirohu. It's ben, he's Ben Pundiro. His father wasn't Siddha, his, his father was Pundira. So, Amr of Chizda, Baal Siddha, Bayo Pundira. His, the husband, meaning his father, was Siddha, but the Bayo, meaning she was Mizana with someone, his mother, and the Bayo, his name was Pundira. Okay, says the Gemara, that's not true, though. We know that the Baal was Papas Ben Yehuda. The husband in the situation, his name was Papas Ben Yehuda. So says the Gemara, Eloimai Sanda. By the way, this Gemara does not, impu- does not appear in most Gemaras after the censor. It was taken out by the censor, obviously, because of this whole story. But in all the Fus Yishanim, all the old Gemaras, this, this Gemara is right there. But the Gemara says, the Baal is really Papas Ben Yehuda. Says the Gemara, you're right. Eloimai, Eloimai Sitada. Says the Gemara, Imai is not Sitada. That wasn't her name. Imai Miriam Megadla Nishayahavya. The mother, her name was Miriam, Mary. Her name was Miriam Megadla Nishaya. Rashi, Miriam Megadla Nishaya. That was the mother. Says the Gemara, you're right. That was her name. And you know why we called her Satida? Because like they say in Pumpadisa, Gadamri, but Pumpadisa, Satis Dami Baila. She strayed from her husband. So we have this person. What comes out of this Gemara? By the way, Taisus on the spot says, this Papas Ben Yehuda is the same Papas Ben Yehuda as we see in Brachas Taf Samachalif and in Sanhedrin. And all these Gemaras we just saw, Taisa said specifically about the Gemara on Brachas Samachal from Bidis, but this is the same Papas Menhuda. But that was Papas Menhuda sitting in jail with Rabbi Kiva, and he was, we saw, he was this massive tzaddik actually that saved all of Klal Yisrael with his mysterious nefesh, but that's the same Papas Menhuda. And, and uh, so, so this Papas Menhuda, what actually comes out? 
that we have Yesha Hanaitri. This is the Ben Sitter that the, the, the Gemara is referring to. Yesha Hanaitri's father comes out as Pundiris. That's why he's called Yoshka Pundrik, some people call him. Pundiris, that's the, the, the guy who was Bailey. And then really the mother, her name was Miriam, Megad Nishaya. The husband, the, the, not the father, but the husband, she was Mizana, like she, she, during, the, during that marriage, his name is Papas Ben Yehuda, this grace at Tzaddik. But in our Gemara, we see Papas Ben Yehuda, I don't know, I haven't seen someone specifically tie Gitan Daftzadi to the rest of them, but once we tied this woman, Megal Nashaya, Rashi quoting in the Gemara in Chagiga, which Miriam Megal Nashaya is referring to the Gemara, Brachas Tafzamachav, and the Gemara tells us that's the same as. The, that's the same as the, the, the story in Tainus. Then Tais is telling us the same one as Brachas Taf Samachav. You could just tie everyone together. Papas Ben Yehuda, Miriam Megad, and Shaya, all the same names over here. You have this Papas Ben Yehuda. He was a grace at Tzaddik. But then the day, he was way too makbed on his wife. And he locks the door. She jumps out the window. She gets out. She's Mizana with, with this, this Pundrik. Gives birth to a Yesha Anaitri who's caused Klal Yisrael such unbelievable, you know, terrible times for the rest of our history. But just a wild tied together of who this possible Yehuda is. I think, I'm saying, again, this is Lavdafka, but it makes a lot of sense. But either way, just to continue, um, so like this. So Papas Ben Yehuda, we're describing the three different levels of how Makbid a person could be, or the three different deus a person has as relates to Michael compared to how Makbid he is on his wife. So the first one we described, the fly falls into his drink, he throws away the whole drink, he doesn't want it. That's the Mida of Papas Ben Yehuda, too extreme. He would lock up the house, his wife jumps out the window, she's Mizana, has a boy called Yoshka. Okay, next. What's the... You have a person that a fly falls into his drink. And he throws away the fly. And he drinks the drink. That's the average Mido. That's the Mido of Koladam. That she speaks to her brothers and she, she speaks to her Kravim. And he's and he's not Makbin on that. And there's a person, the third Mido. That a zvov, a fly, falls into his dish. Not only does he take it out, he takes it out, he sucks all the juice that's left on the fly, and he eats it. So, that's the meat of a, of a Adam Ra. That he sees his wife going outside, her hair uncovered. She's spinning and she's uh, weaving in the marketplace. In the form of uh, princess, and she's also open, her shirt is open on both sides, and she bathes with men. Pause the Gemara just for one second. In Bnei Adam, she's bathing with men? If she's doing that, that already Rashi says she's 100% a Zaino. She's for sure a Zaino. This person is to divorce her. What do you mean this? We're, we're trying to describe how makbid a person is. She's bathing with men. She's Vada Mizan if she did that. Says Gemara, no. She's doing a, a level of pretzels. Not that much that we're, that we're 100% sure she was Mizan, but she's Reichetzin Bimakim Shemenei Adam Reichetzin. Meaning she goes to a place where men do bathe. And meaning Rashi explains she goes in as soon as they're coming out. So they see her going in and that's a level of pretzels. This type of woman, it's a mitzvah minatayra to divorce her. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, Vehoisa as we saw. Continuing to dash in the Pasuk, she goes, after he divorces her, she marries someone else. An Ish Acher. The Torah calls him an Ish Acher. The Pasuk called this person an Acher. That's a derogatory thing. Why? That this person is not on the level as the first one. Why? Because the first one, he was mighty Arisha Mibesa. He got rid of a, a, a Risha from his house. And the next person came along and brought the Risha into his house. So the first person is much better than him. If the second one is going to be Zaycha, he's also going to divorce her. The Pasuk goes on to say, This is all the Pasuk. The Pasuk goes on to say that if it happens that the second one also hates her, 
he's going to divorce her as well. Vim Lav, and if not, if he doesn't divorce her, Kravarta, she is going to bury him, meaning he's going to die before she is. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, either he's going to divorce her, or if he dies, that second person dies. That's teaching us that if he doesn't divorce her, he's actually going to die before, she, before her. She's going to end up burying him. And Kedayu B'Misa, what do we learn from there? That Kedayu B'Misa, he deserves death. Because the first person got rid of this lady, and the next person took this Risha into his house. Continuing to Darshan, a different Pasuk. Kisane Shalach, the Pasuk says. When there's hatred, send it away. Okay, what does that mean? Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Im Sanesa Shalach. If you hate her, send her away. Meaning this is Shita of Rabbi Kiva. Even if you don't like her anymore, you found someone, that's going to be good enough. Rabbi Yechanan says, that the person who divorces, Dafka, his first wife, as we're about to see, he is Sonui. He's considered Sonui. It's a bad thing and a Kedush Baruch Hu doesn't like that. And says the Gemara, they're not arguing. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Kiva are not arguing who they're referring to because Haab is a Grishan. Rabbi Yehuda, or rather Rabbi Yechanan, that says Sonui HaMishaleach, meaning the one who divorced, he's the hated one, that's referring to Zugrishan, a person's Aishas his first wife, that's what Rabbi Kiva's, that's what Rabbi Yechman's referring to. But Rabbi Yehuda, who said that if he hates her, he should just send her away. Like what Rabbi Kiva said, that's referring to Zugsheni, which already is on a lower level. Rabbi Lezer said, anyone who divorces his original first wife, we know that Mizbeach cries about him. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, and this you like further do, that you're making the, you're causing the Mizbeach to be covered in tears. That you're causing him not to turn to the Mincha anymore. And not to take the Ratz and Miedchem. And Kaddish Baruch is not going to listen to their Karbanas, basically. And you're going to say, why do we deserve this? Because the Kaddish Baruch was made. He gave Edus about you. And your Aishas Nurecha, Asher Atoba God Taba, that you you rebelled against her and you you went against her. Vehi Chaver Tachan, she's your friend. Veishet for Yisecha, and she's your Aishas Beresecha. And on that note, Hadron Alacha Megarish, Veslika Lama Seches Gitten. Just a short idea I saw from the Maral on this last piece. We know that when a person, we know that us, the relationship Klal Yisrael has, Knesset Yisrael and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, is like the relationship of a husband and his wife. Where Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Aishas Nurim. And what brings the kirva, as we just saw from this Gemara, what brings the kirva be- between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu? It's the Mizbeach. When you bring a carbon, it's Milash and Kirva. It brings the kirva between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's a carbon. That's the Mizbeach. It was the, the place of meaning between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But that was, Karbanites represent our getting closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Mamela, when you don't have Shalom Bayis between a person and his wife, you don't have that Hashras Hashchina, as we know the Gemara tells us, Ish Isha. If there's Shalom in Shechina in you have the Yod and the K, the famous Bart. But you have that Shechina dwelling, if you have, you have that Ashar Shechina, if you have that Shalom Bayis. But if not, the Mizbeach is Mar loved Mois. And that's, that represents the relationship between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You don't have that Mizbeach, that it's not in its proper state, that's supposed to bring Kirva and Kurbanis between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That Mizbeach is Yod loved Mois when a person is not B'Shalom Bayis with Ishtai. And we should all be Zaycha to that, obviously. And on that note, Hadron Allah HaMagash, Fasikalim, Masachas Gitin, whoever wants to.